0: This episode of The Yarn is sponsored by Heinemann and their professional book, Risk, Fail, Rise, A Teacher's Guide to Learning from Mistakes. Colby talked with author M. Colleen Cruz about the book.
1: My new book is called Risk, Fail, Rise, and it's a book that directly attacks, addresses, discusses, idea of mistakes in learning and teaching. But I think what makes it different than maybe other books that sort of tackle this is it's about what we as teachers do as much as it is about what students do. I think that we as educators often talk about how mistakes are part of learning, but I think what we sometimes don't do is look at how the systems that we as teachers create and perpetuate make mistake-making for learning's sake almost impossible. My hope for the book is to destigmatize the idea of mistake making, and to look at our mistake practices and make sure that that our practices are matching the words that we're saying when it comes to mistakes in the learning process.
0: Your classroom could be a place of risk taking and growth for all students. Risk, fail, rise will show you how. Visit Heinemann.com to learn more and order a copy. It was May of 2016. I was in Chicago on a party bus with Dave Pilkey. Colby Sharp and I were interviewing Dave for The Yarn as he was traveling from Book Expo to an event at a local school. Yeah, not something I ever expected to be doing. During the interview, we asked Dave what it was like after his first book was published, and he was working on book number two. I thought it would be really easy to get a second book published, and that turned out to be ridiculously hard. Um, tons and tons of rejections. My, my, the next book I wrote was called "Twas a Night Before Thanksgiving," and it was rejected, I think, 20, twenty-three different times by twenty-three different publishers before someone finally accepted it, and, and, um, and it was published. And it's, it's done; it's still in print, so I, it's, it's done quite well. But it was really a. a, a a uh, discouraging time because when these letters of rejection come in, you know, you, all this self-doubt washes over you and, I, and you think, oh no, I'm making a terrible mistake. I'm wasting my life. I should find a real job. But... Jump ahead a year. My first book was just about to come out and I was hammering away on ideas for a second. Dave's words kept ringing in my ears. Now, three years later, the second book I've written, Blue Floats Away, is out in the world, brought to life by Grant Snyder. It took some time, and on today's episode, I'll share how the book came to be. In 2017, my uncle passed away. It got me thinking about how, even though he was gone, he was still with us, in our memories. I know this isn't an original thought. But it got me thinking, what if I wrote a story about a character who was gone, but not really gone? The wheels slowly started turning. But there were two other pieces to this story. One was from The Creativity Project the book edited by Colby Sharp. I contributed a story to that book about a magical island that could move. The island went on a journey and saw new things, including an iceberg full of penguins. Something about the island's journey and that iceberg stayed with me. The second piece came from one of my favorite picture books, Little Blue and Little Yellow by Leo Leone. In that book... Little Blue and Little Yellow get stuck together and become Little Green. In the climax, they cry tears of Blue and Yellow until they're all tears, and then they become separate again, surprising their parents. I liked that sort of transformation. It helped guide my iceberg story. Finally, I finished a draft I was happy with. Little Blue and Little Yellow also influenced the book in one more key way, the artwork. I met Grant Snyder a couple years earlier at a conference. I've always loved his comics. On Monday, August 20th, 2017, he posted a comic called On the Beach on his website. It was made with cut and torn paper, just like Little Blue and Little Yellow. It seemed like a perfect match for the iceberg story. I emailed him the story, then asked if he might be interested in illustrating it. I had never done anything like that before. I waited nervously for a reply. And then, Grant replied. He liked it. He said he wanted to illustrate it. So, Grant and I were both in, but would a publisher go for it? We both had published books with Abrams, so that seemed like the right place. But would they be interested? Our agents, Judy Hansen and Stephen Barbara got together, and we submitted a story and some sample art. And we waited. It felt like since the very last castle had come out, I'd been waiting a lot. I wanted to get the next project going. I had a lot of ideas, but none of them turned into book number two. I thought about what Dave Pilkey said. I knew this called for patience. And... Slowly, Blue Floats Away started moving in the right direction. With Abrams Publishing and Courtney Code as editor. The first title for the story was Bergie. I liked it as a name for a little iceberg, but it seemed a little too on the nose or something. So I began to think of other titles. The shape of the iceberg reminded me of something an Alexander Calder mobile. So for a while, the story was called Calder. While I liked that title, something about it didn't quite fit. I wondered if the title would be too closely associated with the artist. In explaining the book, what I always have to begin with, it's not about Alexander Calder. Abrams and I both felt like a better title was out there, but what? I thought about the things that inspired the story and one stood out. What about Little Blue? It could be an homage to the Leo Leone book and fit perfectly with the character. I started brainstorming titles using that name. There was one that stood out, Little Blue floats away. I liked that the problem of the story was right there in the title, but it needed one last tweak. So Little Blue Floats Away became just Blue Floats Away. So what is Blue Floats Away about? To me, it's about change. We grow up and become independent. There are times when we feel lost. We make unexpected friends. We grow up to be the same but different. We return to the places we've known in unexpected ways Blue Floats Away is a story that just kept sticking around in my head and now we get to share it and that's worth the wait Thank you Grant Snyder Courtney Code Stephen Barbara and everyone at Abrams Books Thank you Philip Stead for creating our theme music